Yo, yo, what is good, everybody, and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Cake and his Randy, a.k.a. Randy Tagley. Uh, so you guys, right now, you guys can hear that I have music playing in the background right now. Um, I'm just listening to music on Spotify, um, and I just got it as background music just because I want to... It Music actually really helps me focus on everything on a lot of shit that i do so hopefully it's not too loud for y'all or and that you guys can't hear me but um i can hear it through my headset that you can barely hear it you hear that but i mean it, you could you could barely hear it if if i'm talking but if i'm if i'm not talking then you can for sure hear it so i will do my best to continue talking uh and so here we go so even before we start this episode, uh, we got we got some cool topics to talk about. The if you guys are interested in uh, what station that I'm playing right now, if you're into it, I don't know, not too many people are. I I I really love this um, this radio station. It's called Jazz Vibes, literally Jazz Vibes. Um, and I think it, I don't know how the, how the algorithm changes on Spotify, but it changes every so often, like the, I don't know. So you don't, you're not hearing the same songs, but I listen to jazz vibes every day. Um, shout out to my boy Kyle for putting me on. Um, Maybe he put me on like three years ago now listening to, to jazz vibes, you know what I mean? So, um, uh, so right now we are doing back-to-back episodes. Um, I'm feeling really good about entering season three. <laughs> um, also like I'm, I'm, my, my headspace is so much more clear. I'm in a better place right now, obviously. So I think I'm just gonna, I, I, I know it's a little, um, confusing right now on like when i put episodes out you guys would never know unless i didn't post it on instagram i don't think unless you have like your notifications on but i don't even know how that works to be honest um but i definitely appreciate every single one of you guys that tap in uh to this podcast uh, i know a lot of you guys are not even barbers that listen to this you guys just want to hear you know like my train of thought and everything like that and um and I, I I love doing this podcast. I love talking. I love like hashing like whatever is in my head. Like I have debates going on in my head. Like you know, and I I imagine a lot of people do it, do the same thing. So, anyways, uh, not gonna bounce off too much from like yesterday's topic because I'm still trying to figure out like my little groove or whatever. But this morning I woke up to something super dope. Um, so I of course. Like always, y'all, I'm I'm doing my my meditation. I'm doing my my affirmations. I'm doing my yoga shit. So let's not that just know that that's part of my my morning routine now. But um, and again, uh, another thing that I forgot that to mention yesterday for all the new listeners out there because I'm getting a lot of traction. Uh, so my new listeners out there, I do not look at instagram specifically instagram until 10 a.m um i try to push it every day more and more but so far i've been able to do 10 a.m i wake up maybe like 7 30 or 8 o'clock and then uh, i do like all my all my shit that i got to do and then by the time i I get out the house or whatever 
like I look at Instagram, but it's not it's not like a burden, you know what I mean? Like Instagram is so easily easy to get to that like even if I if if I didn't want to, you know, just your subconscious just op- opens up Instagram. But anyways, I did open up Twitter. So I do fuck with Twitter because Twitter shows um like the most current shit. I feel like Twitter is like the uh the the fastest form of news to get to anybody. You just type in a keyword, everything pops up, it's a resource, boom. Um and uh yeah, I mean, I've been having Twitter for hella long, and I have like twenty thousand tweets on there. But anyways, I got um, but I have like twenty thousand tweets and like only like fifteen hundred followers on there. So if you guys could just follow me on my personal one, Cake and His Randy on Twitter, that'd be fucking dope. But and and so I'm I'm just gonna highlight this morning like what what this tweet said to to me because. I mean, I get this often, and I just want to shout this person out. Have no clue who this person is, um, and but he goes, yo, he uh, he goes, yo, you'll always be a part of my life story. Ten to eleven years ago, I wanted to fade my hair, and I found your videos on YouTube, and I started practicing, and found a passion in barbering. I haven't logged into Twitter in nearly four years, and now seeing your name. Taking his Randy in parentheses hit me with so much nostalgia. And since then, 10 to 11 years ago, I've improved so much and got good at cutting hair and have chopped up a lot of people in high school and still cut to this day, although I'm not licensed. I just want to stop by and say that you've made an impact slash memory on another person's life and you wouldn't even know it. Thanks. Like, bro, like that's like the illest way to wake up, you know what I mean, like, you know, I talk about, like, gratific- gratification, and I talk about appreciation a lot, and uh, to wake up to, like, some shit like that, that, that's dope as fuck to me, because I, I know that, like, I've, I made an impact on his life, um, and so I did read that, that, that tweet, and then um, I didn't respond to him right away, I just responded it, responded recently, um like in like an hour ago or whatever wait i thought i did fuck did i not did i not send it but i i pretty oh my gosh i don't think i sent it but i pretty much just said oh wait oh yeah i was like man this is super dope i appreciate you showing showing love and i'm blessed to have played a part in your life i truly hope to keep inspiring you and others in this journey you know what I mean? Just like something light, something nice. Um, not to like brag too much about like myself or whatever, but like um, I do get a lot of DMs and shit like that. Uh, and but I don't want you guys to think that I don't appreciate it. It's just sometimes um, I feel a lot. I feel very overwhelmed with like the feeling of compelling, like me feeling compelled to have to respond to people. Um, where I can just do it on here. If you guys really fuck with me, you guys will be listening to this podcast. And if you, if you guys have hit me on the DM, uh, talking about how much you appreciate like me and like helping and letting me like teach you through like YouTube or whatever like that, then, um, this is, this is your shout out. You know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate all y'all, um, that, that fuck with me heavy, bro. Like, from from twitter or from youtube to twitter to instagram to like every single social media outlet um so that was just a beautiful way to wake up 
um that wasn't like the first thing that i looked at i did all my shit first and then the first thing i i saw was on twitter and and that that's what that's what it was um so so in today's topics uh i kind of just wanted I, I i had this other idea that i wanted to do because i just watched this uh actually fuck it we, we gonna get into it i have like four different things that i want to talk about so this episode might take a little bit long but um we will see how 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 far i can go because currently the time is 12 28 uh, a.m and i have work tomorrow at 11 a.m but i have errands to run in the morning so we'll see how it goes um if you guys are curious right now uh this is usually my bedtime so earlier in the episodes of buzzing with anxiety i haven't been able to sleep well but um ever since i don't even know when ever since it was but like i've been able to sleep hella well lately um super easy and i'm so thankful for god for like just giving me that kind of power uh to fall to sleep um and I just, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I just got shook the fuck up right now because I have my heater. So right now I'm recording inside my living room and I have my heater that's below my feet. And uh, you guys know that one of my close friends just passed away, blah, blah, blah. So I'm feeling like all the energies. And if you didn't know that, I, if you guys didn't know, I do feel like energies and spirits and shit like that all the time. So trip off this is the, the heater's below me and I have my headphones in. I can't hear shit my heater pumps out cold air first before it pumps out hot air and all of a sudden like i just felt hella cold in my leg and i got scared as fuck like i damn near shook and i looked over and then thank god it was like my heater and i was like oh my god like i'm i don't know bro like i got i got goosebumps in my in my fucking arms right now but yeah we're going forward (laughs) um hope you guys are are enjoying the episode for right now because i sure the fuck am so like this morning um this morning i don't know why i wrote this down but i remember hearing mondo say this and i was like yo i want i want to re i want to tweet this but um i want to talk about it on this podcast first so and i i actually i was trying to think before i even started this episode um where this where this stemmed from he said he said, your clients is a reflection of you. So that hits home for me a lot because uh, b- because this actually sets up the bar for going forward for what I want to talk about. Um, because what I want to talk about is uh, the, the homie Joe, the barber from New Jersey. Uh, he also goes by the barber guru. He, he just came out with the list. He came out with five reasons why you're not um why you why you're not retaining your clients and the the reasons i i do believe in some of the reasons that he says there's some that i want to talk about that i don't really agree in uh but before i get into that i definitely want to talk about um how your clients is a reflection of you um so shout out to mono for that for that right there and yo like yo i get my inspiration and i get like all these like quotes and shit from 
people that I talk to to throughout the day. Um, what I also want to do in this episode, I don't know if I'll remember this later on, but I want to like, I haven't done this in a while. I kind of want to talk about the clients that I've had, but maybe I might save that for like another episode or whatever. Um, but like I said, like I, right now there is no set date on when I post new, um, new episodes on, on, on buzzing with anxiety. So, I mean, y'all, y'all catch it when y'all catch it. Uh, hopefully, um, Hopefully I can continue, you know, feeling well and and uh, wanting to do this because you guys you guys truly give me like this energy. So uh, your clients is a reflection of you. <laughs> um, I again, I don't know where it comes from, but that is a fact because the way that you treat your clients is the way that your clients is going to treat you. So, again, this isn't from coming from anywhere anybody from in the barbershop what were we talking about but like when i think of like your clients as a reflection of you like for me for instance as i was talking about yesterday i'm a very punctual person uh when it comes to i'm very i'm just a very punctual person when it comes to anything anything and everything i'm punctual as fuck so with my clients understanding that and knowing that they know that uh they can't be late um so that's that's a reflection like if, if and if i'm a late barber and i'm showing that i'm late or i'm tardy all the time guess what the fuck's gonna happen they're not gonna show up on time because they're gonna be like okay now nah, randy's randy's always like 10 to 15 minutes late so i'm gonna come 10 to 15 minutes uh later than what the appointment is but guess what the day that they come later is the day that you're on time and like that i'm on time and then uh And then I'm going to be like, yo, like I can't cut you, you know? And if I was, if I was a dick of a, of a barber, then I'd be like, bro, like you're late as fuck. I can't take care of you. When in all reality, you as the barber have been late on this person consistently. So he felt he or she felt like it was okay to be 10 or 15 minutes late because you're always 10 or 15 minutes late. You know what I mean? So that, that's, that's a, a sign right there of, a reflection of you um another th- another reflection of uh how your clients is a reflection of you is the way that you speak to your clients you know what i mean so um if you're talking if you're talking to your clients with respect and you're not cussing guess what your client is not going to cuss and i'm, I'm not even gonna lie i'm I talk to my clients the way that my talk, my clients talk to me. I change the way the fuck that I talk. Like the way that I talk on here, this is this is my truest form of how I speak. Um, or it's very close to my truest form because really when I'm talking to somebody else, like I'm always trying to spit game. And you guys hear my voice right now. It's like I've, I don't even know how long I've been going, how long I've been talking, but my voice is like drying up. So I'm going to take a sip of this Gatorade Zero while y'all listen to these tunes real quick. All right. Oops, excuse me. I have a burp. <laughs> um fuck man so your clients is a reflection of you i said that uh so like i changed the way that i speak um but i ain't gonna lie it's, i forgot who who called me out on it last week but uh somebody called me out on it last week to where um oh it was it was when i was cutting the, the army vet when i was cutting the army vet and, and he um he hella just 
uh, I, I wasn't cussing at first until he started cussing. Then the second, dude, the second that he said the word fuck, fuck is my favorite F word ever. Well, no, fuck is my second favorite F word. My first favorite F word is free, duh. And then my second favorite F word is, is fuck. So the second he said fuck, like, bro, that shit opened up a whole ass door for me. And I just, I just went off, like, just saying the word fuck. Um, and that's how I, I kind of get my, my point across with like a lot of things. Uh, so don't, it, again, if you give me an inch, I'm gonna take that motherfucking mile. Um, so, uh, and that's, that's kind of like a smart thing to do because, uh, that shows that, that, that gives your client com like that comfort feeling that, oh shit, like he's not like he, he can actually hold this conversation, com conversation with you. You know what I mean? So that's one thing that you want to be like totally aware about is how you speak to somebody. Um, and you can always, you can also control the way that you speak to somebody as well. Um, and then for me, I ain't gonna lie y'all. And I know that I do this. If I, if a side note of me having like anxiety disorder and anxiety attacks when I'm talking to people sometimes, cause that happens fucking a lot. If I didn't have that, if I'm not going through an anxiety attack or an episode, right, an episode, um, and somebody's trying to talk to me and I don't respond, that just goes to show that I don't care what the fuck you're talking about. Like, no lie. Like, if you guys are listening to this right now and I'm hella, like, unresponsive, it's it's more than likely, like, if you're listening to this right now, y'all fuck with me. So that means that I fuck with you and we fuck with each other on, on a certain level of respect. You know what I mean? But for other people out there, if y'all hear me and, or if y'all just look at me and somebody's trying to talk to me and I, like, kind of put them all to the side, like, bro, like, I don't really care what that person thinks. Uh, if you're listening to this and you think that you have a relationship with me, like, I'm sorry, bro, but, uh, you gotta, you gotta change up the conversation and, and I'm just not going to give that kind of, uh, energy to try to change the conversation. Um, so anyways, let's go into, let's go ahead and go into the five reasons why you're not retaining your clients. Um, and these are the words from Joe. Um, let me see. I'm going to go ahead and, and list his, and then I'm going to go ahead and, and talk about mine. Right. So retaining clients, his first, his, his first, uh, so, and, and, and side note, Joe, if you're listening to this, I respect the hell out of you, man. Like dude, Joe, Joe, the barber guru has like over a hundred thousand followers. He has like 110,000 followers on, on Instagram. And we've been talking a lot on clubhouse and I love his information. I love his point of view, but he is, he's not a franchise barbershop owner, but he had, he owns 11 barbershops in, uh, in the East coast in uh, New Jersey, 11 barbershops, but they're not a franchise and he's a part owner of that whole thing. So of course, like I'm going to listen to what he says because obviously he's been in the game. So anyways, uh, his thing is his first thing is timing. He said, um, that you're taking too long on haircuts that I, I don't know. And, and, and I, I I'm, I'm going to touch on this subject in a little bit, but he goes on, he goes on and talks about, um, like clients, like money is time and time is money. Yeah, I agree with that. But, uh, show again, 
show me a 15 or 20 minute haircut clean as fuck consistently cutting 15 to 20 people to 30 people in a day show me show me one person that can do that and keep that shit up there i i can guarantee you guys there's not one fucking out there that's actually doing that and is happy you know what i mean so uh the the second thing that he says is attitude uh you have a bad attitude which i agree um i definitely agree if you have a if you come into the shop with a bad fucking attitude if you go into work this is side note from from the barbershop if you just go into work with a bad fucking attitude, guess what kind of day you're going to have? You're going to have a fucked up day because that's what you are. That's the energy that's carrying in your aura going into work. So that's why, like for me, I do my best to not bring my outside problems inside the shop. My 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 shop, my work, my business, me cutting hair that I use that as an escape um, of my my other problems that i have outside of it um so yeah if you have a fucked up attitude starting the day you're gonna have a fucked up attitude throughout the day period uh number three he says is confidence that you lack the confidence um so i'm gonna touch base on this a lot because he's actually very true on that because i've seen this a lot with a lot of people out there that uh so so he put you lack you lacking confidence uh, so you're always second guessing and overcompensating and pointing out your own faults. So I've I, I've seen this and I'm also a victim of this as well. I do this often when I'm not feeling like my haircut is uh, is up to par. Like, you know, the clients probably think like, oh, shit, I just got barred the fuck up. The haircut is fire. But to my standards, like if I if like. And I don't know if you guys are like this out there, barbers are, are out there listening. I don't know if you guys like know when like a part of a haircut is not how you wanted it. So you 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 go ahead and bust yourself out to the client where you're just like, hey, man, like, you know, the, how, how does the haircut? You know, you give them a mirror and then you're like, yo, how, how's the haircut? The only and then like say it's like a, a, the top corner line. You're like, you know what? This part right here. I didn't. Um, I didn't make this part crisp because I didn't want to push you back, bruh, right, right there. I've been in that situation so many times and I still do that. So don't, don't be, don't feel bad about yourself if you do it also, but we can work on it together, but, um, you just bust yourself out. Now the client is automatically looking at that spot that you just pointed out for them. You know what I mean? So that client is looking like, oh, fuck, did he push that line up? Like, you know, and in all reality, that client probably never even seen it. You know what I mean? So like also like I've seen shit where uh, where or I've, I've been in, in situations where like I couldn't knock out like this bulk of hair. Right. Like I'm just like, fuck, I can't fade this part. So I give them the mirror at the end of the haircut and I'm like, yo, how do you like it? They're like, oh, it's fucking perfect. Right. They're damn near already ready to, to give me back the mirror. And I'm like, oh, man, but it's cool. But like this part right here, um, I couldn't really blend that part. So I, I kind of just like left it and I styled it. But right there, you're just busting yourself out. So if you're a barber out there that's listening to this, don't do that. Like on some real shit, let like and, and I clients that are listening to this, 
<clears throat> if you see it, go ahead and feel free and let us know that you see it. But for the barbers that's listening to this, if you see it, let that bar let, let that client figure out on its own and 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 take that mirror back as fast as possible. Like real shit because um that that's just like an uncomfortable situation and that that's part of lacking the confidence. Now, um yeah, we just got to take care of our clients. We got to do better, y'all. We just got to do better. Uh so then the number 4 that that Joe said is apparent appearance. Your appearance is is looks like you just woke out of at, woke up out of bed, which I completely agree. Um, I'm not sure if I spoke about this in the episodes before. I feel like I have, but I, I'm very like lenient at my shop at Cake and Cuts, um, on apparel. The only thing that I ask is for them to not wear no janky ass Russell sweatpants, <laughs> no champion sweatpants. I told them they the only the only sweats that are available that that you could wear is Nike Tech fleece. And I'm sorry if that sounds fucking bougie to y'all, but Nike Tech fleece just looks nice. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's a it, it's a sweat fit, but at least we'll be known as oh, that's the barbershop where all of them wear Nike Tech Nike Tech fleece. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be known as that than being the barber. Oh, that's the barbershop that wears them, you know, them gray, them gray Russell sweat, uh, sweatpants. Like, what the fuck? That shit sounds hella generic, right? So, I don't know. I'd rather, I told them, like, whatever y'all do, just wear Nike Tech fleece. I, uh, one thing I don't want y'all to do is, is I don't want you guys wearing the same exact shorts, uh, two days in a row. Don't wear, don't wear the Tech fleece pants two days in a row because i will bust your ass out um and my barbers know that like not even my barbers but like everybody that's that i've ever worked with i'm really y'all i, I this I, i'm i'm a terrible person <laughs> because i be busting motherfuckers out all the time and and but people bust my balls all the time too so it's like bro it's barbershop talk again if you are a barber and you can't take jokes, if you can't take like this kind of shit talking, bro, you this is not for you. Like being a barber is not for the weak. And and that's like probably the the illest saying like because you have to have tough skin and uh to the women out there that's listening to this to this episode that are barbers and stuff like that, like you guys have to have the toughest skin uh because as you guys know, it's a, it's a male dominant, um, occupation. Um, but times are changing. We respect y'all. Um, I've worked with Allie does my hair. She was a super dope ass barber, super creative. If you guys are not following, uh, Allie does my hair. She's sick. She got better and better and better as the years progressed and she's super dope in braids. So if you guys can go ahead and give her a follow, it's at Ali, A-L-I, does my hair. Um, super dope chick from, from Florida. I worked with her at, uh, at Cuts of Contrast. Uh, super blessed to, to have her be in my life because I look at her like like a little sis and she, she calls me her sensei, you know what I mean? And then... Uh, she put me on to watching The Office, and The Office is like my favorite TV show. We we have these these office uh, trivia questions that we shoot each other like from time to time, and it's fucking dope. Um, all right, so going on to the 
So, yeah, just appearance, don't be fucking janky. Um, the last thing that he talks about is you don't show your appreciation enough to your clients, which he's also right. Yes, you want to be very respectful because the your clients are coming to your place of business, your place of business to come see you. You know what I mean? So the last thing you want to do is be disrespectful when they're like leaving or um, or if you just don't like say a thank you. You know what I mean? Like I've seen plenty of times where where barbers just take the money and just fucking take it you know what i mean don't don't say shit give them dabs sometimes don't even give them dabs and i'm just looking like damn bro i can't do that you know what i mean because like for me at least i i i do my best to be as professional as possible um at all times so that's joe the barbers aka the barber gurus that's his five reasons why you are not retaining um your clients now for me i i wrote down my own five and then I want to talk about, um, well, we'll see about if I if I talk about my clients, but I want to talk about like the beginning of my day um, as well. But anyway, so <laughs> we'll see how I eliminate uh, or uh, let's see how I do my do with my timing on here. I hope you guys are are appreciating all this um, th- th- these talks because I I love doing this. Let me sip that. Let y'all listen to a vibe real quick. This song is called Pachacuti by Destino. Um, so anyways, and this is in not this is not in chronological order. This is just where my mind thought from the beginning of whatever. It's just one, two, three, four, five. Um, and I'm going to elaborate a lot. So I'm trip off this. The first thing is called uh so again, the question is five reasons why you're not retaining clients. One is um, consultation is under par. So I'm just going to read it and then I'm going to elaborate. I put one Cons- consultation is under par. Make sure to consult with your client before every haircut, no matter how long you've been cutting them. So again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but for those of you guys that haven't listened to any of my previous episodes, consultation is important i still have a client to this day and i cut his hair earlier today brian um that i've been cutting his hair since 2004 yeah i've been cutting his hair for 17 years and uh i still ask him like what do you want to get done I still ask him, do you want me to do your beard? How short do you want me to do your beard? Do you want me to do, uh, do you want me to do sheer work? Do you like, you know what I mean? Like I still ask him to the point where he kind of gets mad. I ain't gonna lie, B, if you listen to this, my bad. Uh, but like he, he kind of gets mad at me. He's like, he's like, bro, Randy, you've been cutting my hair for way too long for you to be asking me like, what kind of haircut I want? I'm like, all right, (laughs) you know what I mean? But like that just goes to show like, Yo, like my professionalism is always on a hundred. You know what I mean? Like my consultation, like no matter how long I've been cutting somebody from the first, if I'm cutting somebody's hair for the first time to cutting somebody's hair for like the hundredth fucking time, right? Like the first time, yeah, like you're going to take longer consultation. Uh, even the second or third time, you're going to take like, you're going to make sure that, that that's the haircut that they want. 
but yeah, I mean, by the by the hundreds time, you should already know. But that should not stop you from asking them what kind of haircut do you want to get done? Because some people want to just don't don't assume what your client wants. You know what I mean? Because uh, you actually really don't know what your client wants. Um, so number two, <clears throat> you're too quiet during the haircut. Uh, that's my number two. So like pretty much I get it. Y'all like some clients, they don't want to talk like there. There's like, I, I have plenty of clients who don't want to talk at first, but you always, you always like for me, I dig, dig, dig until I find like the common, um, the common topic to talk about because everybody wants to talk. <laughs> like, I don't know, man, like that's just part of a haircut experience. Now, if somebody sits in my chair and they pull their phone out immediately, that's already like hinting to me that they don't want to really talk. So I'm not going to talk as much. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll still try to make like little, little, um, little jabs here and there. Um, so I put, some clients don't want to talk, but most new clients are uncomfortable and and uh, you need to make them feel more comfortable. Why did I don't even know what I wrote here, but you have to you have to converse throughout the haircut. <clears throat> Again, y'all, if you're if you're dealing with a new client for the first time, they are already super uncomfortable. One, they don't know what your skill set is. Two, they don't know if you're going to cut their hair the right way. Three, you guys have no idea how hard it is to walk into a barbershop um, and going to a new barber. It's like the top three most scariest things, right? Like if, if you're a client out there that's listening, like to go to another barber that you've never been to before where you know you've gotten blessed with a haircut before from somebody else, it kind of makes you feel like, fuck, I hope this person doesn't fuck my hair up. You know what I mean? And where, where we're on the other end at the bar as barbers thinking like, fuck, I hope I don't, I don't fuck this person's hair up. You know what I mean? Like it goes both ways, but at least, um, us barbers, uh, we're in the position to control that, you know what I mean? So make sure that you guys do your best to try to make the, the client feel comfortable in the seat throughout the entire duration of the haircut. Um, and this is number three, but it, it continues on from number two, where I said, you have to make them feel as comfortable in your chair as much as possible. Uh, if you can bring them into the barbers in, into the, uh, quote unquote barbershop conversation and ask the opinion from another barber. It creates a vibe. So those, those, for, for those barbers that's out there, that's new to the game, that's still trying to figure out like, um, how it works right like if you're a brand new barbershop or a brand new person and you want to create a vibe to at a barbershop that has no vibe what you do that right there is you just bring other people into the conversation now for the barbershops that i've been part of i've always i've kind of been that person where i'm the mediator i'm, I'm the person in the middle where i love to combine like a, a big ass conversation with everybody like i'll ask random people's clients barbers from everywhere like yo what's your opinion on this what's your like earlier we were talking about the 49ers and yo like cake and cuts is a 49 49er fucking barbershop you know what i mean so of course like me wanting to like 
create that vibe that it kind of environment um like if if it's in my hands i'm gonna go ahead and try to control it so um when i said that uh if you can bring them into the barbershop conversation and ask opinion from another barber you know there is such thing as a barbershop conversation you know what i mean so like uh even for me like bro i hear everything i hear all the all the conversations that goes on inside the barbershop no fucking lie i like i don't it's like a gift and a curse but i hear all the conversations and i know this and my barbers will vouch for this that i butt into a lot of conversations but that's just because i'm hella opinionated and I know that about me. And I think my I think my clients know that about me. And I think that a lot of other clients know that about me. Um, but, you know, it, I make sure that I touch. I, I make sure that I put my, like, I, I, I'm good with timing, right? Like, I put my two cents in wherever I fit in. Now, I, I don't force that issue. I'm very, uh, I'm very organic when it comes to not wanting, not knowing where to like fit in this sentence like i don't have to fit in a sentence you know what i mean so don't ever try to force that um <clears throat> so going on number four and this is going off of what joe said when he said you're taking too long on haircuts i put you rush the haircut without taking care of the little details quality not quantity quality not quantity will give you a longer lasting client and a better relationship. I am a true, true, true believer into that because again, y'all like maybe there's somebody out there that can put out a fire haircut in 20 minutes and do it consistently for eight or 10 hours. But I, I haven't met one yet that can do 30 minute with a beard, with a hot towel, um, and then keep that client for, five ten years you know what i mean because last time that i checked the goal is to keep that like whatever client that's in your seat to be your client for the rest of the fucking time you know what i mean until i fucking retire like currently right now i probably have maybe like a hundred people that are rocking with me until the end of time and i know that you know what i mean like it, i'm comfortable and i i know this about me that i have you know and i'm i'm very uh appreciative of every single one of my clients and I don't take them for granted at all. So with that being said, like, um, I hate, to, I keep saying this, but I, I take an hour on every single one of my clients. I, I cut hair for 11 hours every single day, at least, at least 11 hours. I cut 10 people every single, every single day. I cut one person every single hour. I charge $50. You know what I mean? I don't like for me to hit my quota that's easy i see 11 different people or i see 10 pe 10 different people every single day i walk out that barbershop with no less than 500 dollars every single day you know what i mean um now i don't feel like i'm stressed to have to cut more heads at a cheaper rate like for me i would feel bad as fuck to to charge somebody 50 dollars for a 20 20 25 minute fucked up fade the fuck like i'm not you know what i mean like i don't know and i hate to sound like i'm being really aggressive but i'm trying to just be more like bro like it's old for me it, it's passion over paycheck paychecks it's never been about the money y'all 
And um, before I heard that quote from Junior from a long time ago, I've already thought that in my head that like, bro, like this is something that I love to do. I love looking at good haircuts. Who doesn't love looking at good haircuts? Who doesn't love getting like a good compliment from somebody else that's not your client saying like, bro, I seen you put that fire haircut on, on bro, bro. And that shit was clean. I need you to cut me up next. There's no better compliment than that. Um, but that's my own little two cents again. Like I respect the shit out of the barber guru. Um, but this is, that's just where I'm at. Like whatever pace that you guys are at, do not feel like you are compelled to cut hair in 30 minutes because timing yeah, timing is very important. Yeah, people need to uh, people need to be places, and time is money. But if you create this for your client and you let them know that uh, you don't cut hair fast, that should save you time. As long as the haircut is good, yeah. And then I, I also seen Marvy Marv. He posted something where if you if you cut hair long, if it if it takes you long to cut hair, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna put out a better haircut. You know what? Like he's absolutely right. But for me, at least, me being in the game for so long and me knowing how to cut hair, I know that my hair my haircut that's gonna take forty five minutes to an hour is definitely gonna look better than a lot of. This is going to look better than like 98% of haircuts out there that take 20 minutes. Swear to God. Um, and then at the, at the end of the day, my haircuts are going to keep my clients, y'all. Like my haircuts are, are going to keep my clients coming back to me because uh, I respect their fucking time. Let's go. So um, <clears throat> the last thing that I said right here is. Uh, number five is be professional at all times, all the way to the end, from beginning to the end. This is your profession. Don't just snatch the money. I think I said this earlier. I said, don't just snatch the money. Say thank you. Shake their hand while looking at them in their eyes. If someone pays me cash without counting the money, I always ask, do you need any change back? A hundred percent of the time. 100% of the time they will say no. And so now this part is very important y'all that you are professional at all times because you again it starts from the greet. Hey, what's up man? How's it going? Do you have a haircut appointment? Boom. Oh, it's with, it's with Randy. I'm Randy. I'll take care of you. How's it going? Put him in your seat. You hit him with the the 10 minute consultation. You cut his hair for X amount of minutes. When you're done with the haircut, you give him the mirror. They say, excellent, perfect. Any adjustments you'd like me to make? They're like, nope. Take the mirror back. They give you they give you the money. Bruh, real shit, just by saying thank you will kind of get your client to come back to you because you're not fucking rude. You know what I mean? Like, we are professionals. And on top of that, we're, we're human beings, bro. Like... Who the fuck are you to to not say thank you to somebody else who's giving you money like for the services that you do? You know what I mean? So humble yourselves, you know, stay humble, stay hungry. Um, and I've always been that type of person where um, I, I I do kind of lack the confidence in in um, in wanting to charge more. 
like as I said yesterday, like I feel like I I could charge more, but I just I just haven't charged more. I think I'm good at fifty, and I think a lot of my clients are good at fifty. But we'll see where I, where it goes from there. So those were my top five things. Uh, just a refresher: it's consultation, too quiet, make them feel comfortable, a rushed haircut, and be professional. So I hope you guys enjoyed like that little five things or whatever from me um let's get into the next topic man fuck it we'll just get into like i, I kind of want to do this because i think it's kind of dope when i can um not talk about my clients but just show you guys like the different kinds of uh interactions and relationships that i have with my clients uh and i wrote this little part and then i'm gonna go into my book see i'm gonna just uh talk about like my clients that i have for for the day i've done this before if you guys have listened to it i don't know what episode it is but i know what it is it's from the first season from a very long time ago uh that i talked about like i think on a roll i was talking about like what clients did what and how they made me feel you know with anxiety levels and shit like that but anyways uh so today was my today i had i had two new clients today um and as you guys know that I hate taking new clients, especially right now, just because like there's so much like learning to do. And I want my barbers to, to get all these clients. I don't like, I don't need any more clients. I'm good with the clients that I have. I want my barbers to, to, to take them in. Um, I, do, I seriously do not know how these clients are finding me, um, and booking me. But I'm, I appreciate them, of course, and I'm going to take them. And I, I got called out the other day for canceling somebody. And I was like, bro, I don't know what happened. That's crazy. <laughs> like I, I, I gave him one of those excuses where I was like, damn, who canceled you, bro? That's crazy. You better hit a booksy. <laughs> and I knew exactly like right then and there that um, I that I canceled him because I didn't want to cut his hair. Like that's just, that's just happened before. Like that's happened a few times where I'm like, no, I don't like, I don't, I don't want to cut that person's hair. Cancel. You know what I mean? And and it says at this time, Randy Tagley is not able to cut your hair. Um, but now I have no excuse at before it was cool because it was fucking COVID. But, uh, so I cut two new people today and one of my last clients that I cut today um that honestly this is a true story i didn't think that he would come back but um but with my professionalism i handled the situation uh wait Uh, let me just read it because i'm trying to like freestyle this and i'm getting tired it's 107 a.m now but one of my one of my last clients was a client that i didn't think would come back but with my professionalism and how I handled the situation last time, it made him want to come back. Oh, yeah, that did make sense. So the reason why I said that is because um, the last client or the client that I'm talking about in particular, I gave him a haircut. It was my first time cutting his hair. And then it was it was not the haircut that he wanted, but it was the haircut that I knew he would look really good in. You know what I mean? So that was one of the mistakes that I did the first time cutting his hair. In my head, I thought, okay, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what a, he doesn't know what a low fade is. So let me just give him a low taper instead. And I tried to finesse him. I ain't gonna lie. And guess what? Carmen caught me because he, when I gave him the mirror last time, he was like, "Yo, like um, this kind of isn't the haircut that I want." And and honestly, he gave me the mirror back, and he was cool with it. 
right? But he ended up kicking me a text or calling me and asking me and saying like, "Hey, Randy, you know what? Let me. I I apologize, but uh, this isn't the haircut that I wanted. Um, I thought I showed you like the mirror, and I was like, oh fuck." You know what I mean? Like, I knew exactly who it was when he texted me. And I was like, hey, man, you know what? If you want to, and, and this, this as a barber, you have to do this shit. You have to find that solution. Um, so I found the solution, and I straight up said, like, you know what you could do is you can come back later on, um, or you can come back the next day, and I'll clean it up for you. And this was, like, for Halloween or some shit like that. And I'll clean it up for you, right? And And I'll do it for free. Don't even trip. Right. So, um, anyways, he, when he came back, he had me do a whole new haircut, but before I even did that whole new haircut, he said, man, he had the audacity to be like, yo, that last haircut was fire. Hella people was feeling it. Everybody knew that it was a different look for me. So I was feeling, so I, I liked it. And then I was like, okay, in my head, I was thinking like, damn, that's tight. Hopefully he, um, he keeps the haircut and I just got to touch him up. And then he was like, nah, but you know, I want this haircut. So I gave him a full haircut, a full haircut y'all. Now I usually don't mind it. I swear to God, I don't mind it. But this time in particular, just because, and this is like a part of the reason why I don't like taking new clients is because like, we just don't know what kind of client they are. They're going to be picky. Do they know their shit about haircuts? Do they not know their shit about haircuts? But, uh, he just happens to know what he wanted. Um, so I took a whole hour, hour on his haircut and I put him in the fucking game, of course, cause he came back this time around. And, um, I was like, all right, cool, man. Thank, thank you. And then he remembered that I said like the haircuts on me. So he looked at me at the end of the haircut and I was talking about this, this happened like a few months ago. He looked at me at the end of the haircut. He was like, he, he was like, yo, it, it's good from what you said, like on the text, right? That like, this was going to be free. I was like, I was like, yeah, man, don't even trip. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Boom. Guess what? He walks the fuck out, yo, without giving me a tip. He gave me dabs, of course. He didn't. He didn't pay for anything, which is fine. Like I, 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 I kind of expected like a tip or like something because it was my time. Now, if you're a client out there and a barber does that for you, um, make sure to tip your barber. You know what I mean? Because even like a tip will lead you a, a long way. Because uh, now at that moment, that put a, a bad taste in my mouth, and so guess what like now and and this is during his haircut today today i thought like you know what like fuck that now i know who what person this is like i was hella mad i you go i was hella mad i was like you know what i'm gonna um i'm gonna block him when i get home tonight i'm gonna block him so he can't book any haircuts with me tonight swear to god that's exactly what i was thinking i didn't i barely even talked to him at all um because I, I, I was, I was upset. I was like, bro, I remember bro just finessed me and getting two haircuts in, in three days. And, uh, and he didn't tip me the second time around, you know? So, I mean, I just didn't like that shit. I mean, let me know if, if, how y'all feel if I did, if I did that the right, the right way or the wrong way. But I feel like, uh, I feel like I deserve the tip. I mean, come on, man. I'm fucking Randy. Bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. I ain't shit y'all. But, uh, uh, so, in, anyways, going forward, I said, uh, 
Uh, I'm not going to lie. He left a bad taste in my mouth last time, so I didn't really put in that much effort in this time to lock in that client. And that's right. I forgot that I did that. So, like, I, I, I bullshitted his haircut today. Bro, like, and I hate to say this uh, online because I don't know if he's listening or not. Um, but uh, I ended up just saying, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and uh, just... I'm going to give him a basic ass shit. If he likes it, he likes it. If he don't, I'm going to be like, my bad. Boom. Like, get up, get up out of my seat. I'm not, I'm not going to fix it this time because I know who the fuck you is. Uh, but anyways, going forward again, I put in all caps. I said, but dot, dot, dot. We ended up catching a vibe. We found a common topic to talk about. And then the entire, and then my entire attitude changed and I feel like I locked him in for life. Now that's just this is all in one haircut for me. You know what I mean? Like this client that left a bad taste in my mouth uh uh previously, finally like we found something that we can talk about and we can vibe about and now I know a little bit more about him. Um like I I loosened up and then I was like I was more interested because uh, you know, I mean, bro, I'm not a bad guy. You know, I just have my, my preference on people I want to cut, just like how, um, my clients have a preference on who wants to cut their, on who they want their hair to, their hair to get cut by. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't have to take all my clients. I don't have to take all the clients, but definitely I'm going to, uh, not, I'm not going to lock him out for sure. Um, maybe I was overreacting last time, but I still don't think so. I, I still think I deserve that. Uh, bro, at least kick me like a little 10 spot. Fuck man. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, that just goes to show like, yo, it, like if you, it, we can always get out of these fucked up situations at any, at any time. <clears throat> and that, and that's easy. Like that's just being a barber. So, uh, Going into the next topic, and I just opened up the wrong app right now. Going to the next topic, um, let me just, I'm not, I'm getting tired now, so I'm not going to talk about like every single one of my clients. I'm going to just talk about my first client. So today I had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I, I cut 12 people today, and I fit, I fit two people in after uh my last one. So I got out of the barbershop at 930. And then on top of that, y'all, and, and this is from another episode that I talked about. Are you going to go above and beyond for your barbers and your barbershop? Yo, after me knocking out like a long ass day today, I stayed after hours to, to mop up the shop uh, just because I didn't do it last week because I wasn't there last week. And today it was raining in the city. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and mop this up. So it, it smells well. So, um, it turned all the chairs the right way. And hopefully when the guys get to the barbershop tomorrow, you know, it just smells fucking good and dandy. <clears throat> uh, but so <clears throat> this is important. So if you're, if you're a client that's in here, that's listening, or even if you're not a client, but you are somebody who comes to the barbershop and I clearly don't know your name, bro, make sure to make an impact on the shop. Um, my first client was somebody I didn't know. First time ever cutting him. I do not like, honestly, y'all, I do not remember what the fuck he looked like. Swear to God. I have no recollection of him. I'm probably going to go in my, 
uh, ring system alarm to see who who it was. Um, and then I, I'll probably have like a better or I'll remember him. But I can tell you right now that he was probably not an interesting person to me. Just just saying or he just didn't leave that kind of impact on me for me to like want to remember who it is because I've been trust me y'all before I started this episode I was trying to I was like who the fuck is this y'all thought I was gonna say his name huh nope I I'm not gonna do it this time but I didn't I, I had no clue who it was so going forward I hope that you guys please do your best as a client or as uh as somebody who comes to the barbershop if you want to feel welcomed in the barbershop make sure that you do something or say something or be talkative to the whole entire barbershop say what's up to everybody that goes a long way where you just walk around the barbershop give dabs all right man take it easy take it easy take it easy there's only seven people in the barbershop we're all cool as fuck you know what i mean just make sure that you uh leave the shop uh on 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 uh on a good note you know what i mean like just for me wanting to be always professional and wanting people to know who the fuck i am i always say peace to everybody when when people come inside the the door i say what's up when people leave i say all right man have a good day that's just the person that i have always been um so yeah i think that's about it i i wish I, i could talk about more about my clients but one last thing, shout out to my boy Barbara Alex Rodriguez. He is from fuck man. He's from Central Valley. And I don't know remember what part, but shout out to Barbara Alex Rodriguez. He's been my homie for a very long time. Um make sure y'all give him a follow. Again, follow me on my own Cake and His Randy Instagram. Uh also follow Buzzing with Anxiety on instagram on twitter follow me at cake and his randy come holla at me come fuck with me if you guys like this episode go ahead and pass this on to your homies and let them know fill them in that i'm giving out free motherfucking game barbers that's out there i hope you guys are appreciating this shit because i don't know how much longer i could do this i love doing it but i'm running out of topics make sure to kick me up some topics on what to talk about I love y'all. Stay blessed. Stay healthy and keep it caking. I'm out. Peace.